0: So when I first started in uh, real estate, I would always see you on YouTube Mm -hmm. and I had no idea what you did, but I'm like, this guy's doing real estate and he's like crushing it. And then as I was in the business longer and longer, I started realizing who you were and what you did. So you know it's crazy to have you on the podcast. Now. Yeah, he's loud. He's nerdy. He's, <laughs> he's he's obnoxious. Who does he think he front, is? Standing in front of Chase Bank with yeah, a Lamborghini yeah. and a profit check. Yeah. You, you know, I needed a hook, right? Yeah. You know, like marketing's tough. You you got to really stand out. You know, and yeah, long before Ty Lopez was ever doing the Lambo mm. thing, we were being loud in front of the bank with yeah. cool cars and uh, and it works. And it sucks that it works. Sometimes yeah. it, I wish I could just look at the camera and say, hey, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you break free of the rat race. Yeah. I got this formula. It's working for me. Let me give it to you. Yeah. It doesn't work. No. It doesn't work like that. You got to be outrageous to a point. It's it's almost like edutainment. Yeah. They're willing to listen to the knowledge part of it if they're being entertained. Yeah. And like huh. what are what are some of the things you've done in real estate like transactions, or apartments, or whatever? Well, I've been in for 20 over 20 years. I've done uh-huh. every type of deal under the sun, thousands of deals. I I've, I've done over half a billion dollars worth of real estate transactions so far. Oh. Um uh just one we bought last year was uh, a 432 unit class B institutional grade for 130 plus million. So I mean, that's one transaction I did yeah. last year out of many. And so I started off just little tiny houses, you know, and Mm -hmm. just wholesaling houses, got really good at that. And then transitioned to finally, like, you know, you sell a wholesale deal and you make five or 10 grand yeah. and then you watch the person you sold it to go make 110 grand. And you're like, what the hell just happened here? Like how I'm on the wrong side of the deal. And it was almost like that with every step of my evolution. I I Mm. wish I could look at you and go, I had the courage immediately to go right into commercial. Mm. I just bought two banks, literally just closed on two, old, one old Bank of America and one old Wells Fargo. Uh-huh. These are big multi-million dollar commercial deals. Never in my wildest dreams would I thought I'd be buying $130 million apartment buildings and old bank wow. buildings. And I got a hard street corner we're developing right now that's, mm. uh, uh, I paid uh 3 million dollars for the Hard Street corner. I'm going through the entitlement process, sub, mm-hmm. subdividing into four parcels. I already have LOIs on all four parcels. Big commercial what I'm getting at is big commercial is what I'm focused on right now because that's yeah. where the big players play. I wish I had the courage to do that in the beginning, mm. but I didn't. Yeah. I was a house guy that could wrap his head and confidence level around flipping a house. Yeah. And that's what I did and I got really good at it until I sold one and somebody made a bunch of money. I go, I got to have the courage to rehab. Like I got to just figure this out. And I, and, and, and it's funny because every time I've ever done that, you like, you, you get that confidence, you take that step forward, you get your ass kicked and then you actually take like three steps back and you're like, should I try that again? Mm -hmm. My first rehab, the contractor dude Mm -hmm. who I met at a RIA event Convinced me to buy like $30,000 worth of materials for this renovation. And I got it all delivered. I bought it at Home Depot. I got it all delivered. Next day, I get a call saying, Cody, you're never going to believe this. All the materials got stolen overnight. I was furious. And I went over there. There's like, you know, the door's broken and everything's gone. And you're just like, God, how did this happen? I don't have the money to replace this. But, you know, and then I started after a week or two, it started like, I start like thinking about like all the conversations I had with this guy in my head. And I'm like, wow, I think maybe he had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, his contractor license was no good. I never checked with the Before, the not. the department of registrars of yeah. contractors or whoever, and I never made sure he wasn't sued. He's been sued like six times in the past. Damn. He had a history of going and getting materials and then going and returning them, getting a, a card, a credit yeah, on a, like a, a card and somehow finagling the system. Mm-hmm. And here I am just another one of his suckers, not yeah. doing my reason, not just being naive and that was my first rehab experience. I got my ass kicked mm. and I ended up losing money on that deal. Yeah. But like all things in real estate, you got to have a bounce back spirit. And yeah. so I did my, uh, another rehab and I made all my money back plus a whole bunch more yeah. that I lost plus a whole bunch more. And I was like, okay, now I guess I'm a rehabber. Yeah. And so I started cherry picking them out rehabbing. And then eventually my mentor was yelling at me a lot and I got hit with a huge tax bill one year. Like a $500,000, dollars $600,000 tax bill. My mentor's like, see, you're an idiot. Oh. You're not a real estate investor, Sperber. You're a flipper. Yeah. You're a speculator. You're yeah. an arbitrager. Mm. Like, get in the game already. Like, own real estate, live tax-free. Mm-hmm. And he did all his deals inside his self-directed Roth. Mm. So he, that's all he did was tax-free f- mm-hmm. f- deals. But I was so used to the transactional money that I I couldn't like wrap my young head around like why yeah. would I want to do that I'm in my early 20s I'm making now I'm for the first time I was the first millionaire in my family mm-hmm. It's like why would I mess up something that's working Yeah and then you get hit with that tax bill and you're like that's why I'll never win this game mm-hmm. if I don't learn how to master the rules mm-hmm. and you can't go fast if half of all your money is getting eaten away in taxes. And then another large portion is getting away, eaten away in inflation. Yeah. And so I just finally smartened up and I started cherry picking out deals. And that's when I really leaned in and taught myself creative finance. And how do I own real estate? How do I become a landlord? And then I started getting multifamily deals and owning commercial projects. And Mm -hmm. I guess the rest is history. Now you look back 20 years later and there's not much I haven't done in this space. Yeah. Wild. So there's definitely levels. So I want to break it down, I guess, like, mindset-wise. So let's go to the very beginning. The The first deal you did was what else? You said a wholesale or a flip? My first closed transaction was a $40,000 wholesale profit. Okay. And then mm. what made you want to get into wholesaling in the beginning? I was broke. Like how broke? Like negative $30,000. <laughs> broke. <laughs> How'd you get that negative? Yeah, I had credit card debt. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, what else are you going to do? Like a friend of mine flipped a house and made a whole bunch of money Yeah, and showed up with a new car. And I said, how'd you get the car? He said, I flipped a house. I said, bullshit. Yeah. You don't have any money. How, how did you flip a house? You don't have a license. You're yeah. not a real estate guy. You're a tech guy. He was actually like a software guy. Uh-huh. And I'm like, how did you do that? And he goes, well, I have a friend that is a mortgage guy that taught me this process called wholesaling. Mm-hmm. And I said, what is that? And he pulls out a napkin and pencils it out on the napkin. We're at lunch. And yeah. I'm staring at the napkin and I'm going, I've never heard of this. Like how come and this you gotta go back to two thousand and three. How old were you? I was like twenty three. Okay. Ish. Yeah. 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 And I was and I there was no there was no internet information, there was no courses online, there was no social media. The iPhone didn't even exist, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think that came out to two thousand six or something. And so (laughs) it was like very like Shocking to me that this thing was happening out there, and I kind of yeah. thought it was a scam or BS, or yeah, he got lucky and mm-hmm. just whatever. And he's like, No, I got another one, I'm about to close. And I was like, Okay, I'm gonna figure this out, yeah. And that's how my journey trying to figure out holes, and back then. What you would do is you'd read the back of a newspaper, believe it or not, mm-hmm. like in the Arizona Republic, in the back, there'd be like a little classified section that would say, real estate conference, Reno, Nevada, tickets, $300, call this number. Yeah. And I would call the number, buy a ticket from like somebody on a phone, and I would buy a plane ticket by myself, fly to Reno, Nevada, by myself, come to a seminar yeah. by myself yeah. and stand there and just awe that, and these gurus, they were so good. Yeah. They were like sales experts like yeah. but I'm so naive and I didn't know what I didn't know so they loved me. Yeah. And that's how I got into credit card debt. I would roll around with my credit card literally I'd just throw it up on stage. Like they'd start <laughs> pitching and I'm like I'll buy it because I so desperately wanted Yeah. to 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 be one of the people up on stage. Mhm. Like Uh I would sit in the, I started in the very back of the conference with my arms folded, skeptical, that guy. And then I see the people parading around like, I did two deals. I quit my job. I did. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Maybe I can, maybe I can be one of these people someday. Uh And then the next conference I went, I sat in the middle and the next conference I went, I bought the front tickets and, but I bought every course that I could get my hands on Uh from Al Lowry to you know, Jack Miller. It didn't matter. Like all the old school gurus. I bought all their stuff. Yeah. Carlton sheets. I've never heard of any of these people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are the OGs. OGs. Yeah. Like when what we see on there right now, we're just regurgitating shit that yeah, they kind of pioneered yeah. all the sub two seller, carry back, creative yeah. finance wraps, AITDs. These guys invented these models mm. and then taught everybody how to do yeah. creative finance. Now, Now you got the Pace Morby's of the world and Cody Sperber's of the world that are cool and online. Yeah. But back then you had to go to a seminar to get it. So I put myself in a lot of debt. took me 14 months to do my first deal. Mm. So everybody, by the way, anybody watching this right now that's struggling, like you're new and you got in this game and it's now been like three months, four months, and you're second guessing yourself and that self-limiting voice is getting really loud and your parents are sitting you down saying, I think you're making a mistake. Stay focused on school and, and your friends are making fun of you or you post online in the beginning, I'm gonna go get real estate rich. And now four months later, people are making fun of you on social media. I promise you it will happen for you. It might not be on your time frame but it'll happen if you just don't quit. Imagine 14 months. Mm-hmm. And I, I quit and unquit thir- 30 times, and I <laughs> finally got a deal. Okay. And at the time, I was a bookkeeper. Hmm. I, I, I had gotten so broke. And one of the times I quit, I had to go get a job because I had to pay all these credit card bills. Yeah. And I was really stressed. In, and my girl at the time was like, you're, you know, basically like, go get a job. Like you're being a financial loser. Yeah. Like go figure your way to unbury yourself from all this debt. And so, uh, you know, you're in that that place where you quit and then you unquit and then you go to one more seminar. Yeah, And it was at that seminar that changed everything for me. And that's why I love live events. That's why I love seminars and workshops. And I'm a huge proponent of masterminds Mm -hmm. because it was at a seminar that I met my first mentor. Mm. And that's the game changer for a lot of people in the beginning. We buy these courses, we buy these things, we watch these videos and we get stuck in education world, Yeah, but it's not linear. Meaning like, every deal takes on a life of its own. It's yeah. never like, per, like we can understand like the technical mechanics of a wholesale deal, but there's people involved Yeah, and there's a lot of emotions involved and a lot of psychology involved. Uh-huh. And so a lot of times we are our own worst enemies. I, I got to a point where I was overwhelmed with too much information. Yeah. It was like drinking from a fire hose. percent. And I know a lot of new people in this game, they feel that way because they go and they they meet somebody and they're like, oh, buy this course, buy this course. Next yeah. thing you know, it's Some like- too. Airbnb, flipping houses. It's like Swiss cheese, right? You got Commercial. 20 buy courses, a <laughs> all like, it's like Swiss cheese. They all have these giant- missing pieces of information and you can't figure out why I can't tie it together. Mm-hmm. What's missing is a mentor. The yeah. mentor is the person that's going to say, man, stop listening to all that. Put these blinders on, do these three things over and over. And we'll talk on Tuesday and see your progress. Yeah. And then Tuesday comes, all right, let's course correct just one degree, fix these couple of things. I'll talk to you on Friday. Yeah. Hey, I got this lead. What should I do? Do these three things and then go and yeah. call me when you're done. Yeah. Oh, it made it so much easier.